Welcome to Not Just Rainbows and Unicorns, a podcast brought to you by Nicole and Michael Van Putten and recorded in the amazing city of Kalamazoo, Michigan. We get together on the weekends to chat about topics we found interesting over the past week. Sometimes we do a little research online and sometimes we just wing it because we're getting better at this whole podcasting thing. You can visit us online at notjustrainbows.net. There you can view show notes, add your comments, send us questions and suggestions for future episodes. And we'd love to have you do that. Happy podcast day, Nicole. We're at it again with the podcasting thing. How are you this morning? Um, uh, I'm here. I'm here. You look fabulous today, my beautiful lady. Thanks. You can't even see me right now. There's a big screen in front of you. My imagination of what you look like (laughs) is spectacular. (laughs) All right. All right, all right, all right. We're joined by Clemen and Wilhelmina. They are our emotional support fur babies that help us to have a successful podcast. They're hanging out on the floor, chilling, happy as can be. Yes, that is true. So, Nicole... We had adventures last weekend. We did. We had every intention to do a podcast like we've been doing for the past 23 episodes. But we, so we got in the car because we were going to do a new thing, a car podcast. Ooh, exciting. Yay. It was pretty good. It was. It wasn't bad. We were, we were doing it. We were recording. We have the recording and everything. And then we got to the Verizon store and... Which was the reason we were doing a part a car podcast is exactly. because we needed to run a couple errands and multitask and do the podcast. Yeah, and that that visit was going to be a quick pop in, pop out, get back on the Verizon train. Yeah, like an hour max, an hour, no big deal. I don't think it went that way. Uh, no, six hours later, and we <laughs> were finally on our way home. I I honestly thought we were going to be moving in to the Verizon store. I thought, well, this is my life now. We, I'm I'm just going to live here. We did have the pleasure of working with some of the nicest Verizon staff we've ever had the pleasure of working with. And yeah. all the delays were not directly their fault. No, it wasn't the Verizon people's fault. It was just... It was the Verizon system's fault. Yeah, it was just a... So what happened, I, I think like short version of it is we... Verizon increased their rates. We begged them to give us a deal. They said no. We walked. We went over to Google Fi. It was okay. Some of the uh, phone quality connectivity was not up to par in our neighborhood or area of the city. Other parts, it was fine. And then Verizon launched a welcome back campaign, which was the lower price deal that we wanted. So we're like, sweet, let's go do it. We did. The only problem is several weeks back when we closed out the account, they did not actually finish closing the account so it still looked like we were active in the system. So every single time they tried to start us back up under their welcome back plan, they kept triggering like a credit freeze or whatever because my social security number is tied to the other main account. So, and then the shopping cart software had hiccups and then there was other things and it always seemed like the solution was right around the corner. And it wasn't yeah. after several hours. Right. And the, the the crazy part is we weren't even buying anything. Like we weren't making a purchase through Verizon. We were just signing up for service, but they still needed to run a credit check, I guess, to make sure we weren't 
in debt or going to i don't know i have no idea why they needed to do it the guy who helped us kept saying i don't understand why we need to run a credit check because you're not going home with anything any physical item from us today but we have to do it so here we are this is the boat we're in so bob wasn't our uncle that day yeah it took a really long time and so they finally had to use my social security number, which was a whole other issue because my credit, my social security number has a credit freeze on it because my identity was stolen. So I had to unfreeze my social security number so that they could do that. It was just a, yeah. Process that should have been simple and all could uh-huh. have been avoided yeah. if they would have just given us a better price in uh-huh. the beginning. Instead, we wasted six hours of our time and the staff's time. Yeah. And the, like I said, the, the young man who we were working with was extremely professional. His name was Matthew. If you're ever in the Kalamazoo area and you need help from a Verizon store, go ask for Matthew at the West Main Verizon location. He is amazing. He was very nice. And he kept apologizing and he kept saying, I can't believe how nice you guys are being i was like why would we be rude it's not your fault it's no one's fault it's just it just it just happened i mean being mean about it isn't going to get anything done faster it's just it is what it is you just have to keep moving forward yeah you know yeah it's life it happens technical difficulties Eh. so one recap from the july uh what was it the july i think 15th no, 16th. 9th? 16th? No, last week was the 16th. Let's just throw out a bunch <laughs> of numbers. The last time that you heard from us, we talked about a couple of things that triggered my curiosity as to what up with this. And that was the so important question of how long do blueberries last in the freezer? The answer that I found was it varies anywhere from 6 to 12 months, depending on which best practice you follow. That time is reduced if you let your blueberries hang out in the fridge for a little while. But the thing to do is go to blueberries.org where the U.S. Highbush Blueberry Council has some great tips on seasonality around the world for blueberries as well as how to effectively freeze them to extend their life so that you can have blueberry pie after the blueberry season is done. Yeah, but I will say this. That those tips are okay, but frozen blueberries do not make a extremely tasty blueberry pie. Yeah, that's true. I I have to say we have had blueberry pie in the middle of the winter, and that pie was not great. So the the moral of the story is we are keeping our eyes peeled for time machines, so that you know if if it's not blueberry season, and we're like you know I need a fresh blueberry pie. We can hop in that time machine and just get them that way. And he, when he says fresh blueberry pie, he means freshly baked blueberry pie because we... With fresh blueberries with, that were with, gotten from yes. the market that day. Yeah, because there's a difference between a fresh blueberry pie. Sorry, we're going way into detail on this. Fre- there's a fresh blueberry pie, meaning fresh pie, not baked, with the gelatin in it. And that is not our favorite. That's not our jam. We prefer a baked blueberry pie with fresh berries that came from the market that day. I always thought that a a fresh blueberry pie was one that was flirting with me. Yeah, no. 
Um, it's just a different type of pie, and frozen blueberries just don't do a great job. They just really don't. And yeah. people will say, oh, there's no difference. I'm here to tell you there is. there's a difference. Yeah. There really is. It doesn't matter how you freeze them. There are some desserts where it does not matter, but a pie, it totally matters. Word up. Yeah. That's just my input. There you go. Yeah. So what else do we have? This is um, season one, episode 25. I can't believe that we've done 25 episodes. We are such professionals. We have tens of thousands of listeners now, and... (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we have to turn down the interviews to all the major networks who want to know the origin story of what inspired this amazing (laughs) podcast. But we have a lot of fun with it. What what else are we talking about today? Um, We have a list of things. I put it in the notes. Uh, Let's see. We could start off with what we've done this week. We have been dealing with Wilhelmina this week. Yeah, she's had a little upset tummy. <laughs> Wilhelmina's always had an upset stomach, and this week has been an interesting adventure. Normally, she... it's uh, sensitivity on the end <laughs> the part posterior. of the digestion <laughs> process, and this week it was challenges with the front end of it. With yeah, started with what like a, a two a.m. The sound no. that gets people out of their bed. That <laughs> yeah, that was like, a... oh. Time to get up. She started at, I think it was 11.30 a couple nights ago, and she vomited from one end of the house to the other. Yeah. She just, she really, she really covered the house thoroughly. I didn't know that she could retain so much stuff to share. Yeah, it was not my favorite thing in the world. But on the upside, I now know how to clean every rug and surface in our house. Yeah, that was not What is great. the ultimate cleaner to take care of that that you found? Um, we use Odoban. It's a uh, it's a antibacterial cleaner that will clean. It kills pretty much every germ, including COVID and flu. It's manufactured at Hogwarts. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the greatest thing in the world. David, my brother David, um, told me about it a couple years ago I think and now if a surface in our house does not breathe or move it gets sprayed with Odoban every day I love that stuff it really really works like I I even use it to spray down my exercise equipment and it keeps it smelling fresh and new and you're like this will work and I was like yeah sure and it it works it really does very well I uh, I spray, like if we use meat in our kitchen, I spray the kitchen counters. Just wait, you know, just wait a little bit, minute, two minutes, doesn't matter. It's not going to hurt it. And then you can either just leave it there if you're lazy, I guess, or you can wipe it down too. And it will kill every germ, every single germ. Just It just wipes them out. It's a germ killer. Odoban's a germ killer. I did find that for application, one of the things that really helps it to work effectively is to sing a song while you're spraying or to do a little jig as you're doing that, that that helps the cleaning process. Did you find that as well? I don't know. I have no idea. I just spray it on everything. It's not on the instruction panel, but it's that's my secret tip for this week. And if you start buying it, don't buy it pre... Don't buy the Odoban in the bottles, like the 
pre-diluted bottles, get it in the gallon size where you dilute it yourself because it is so much less expensive. You can get it at Home Depot for $10 in a gallon size. What you're thinking, a gallon size? What am I going to do with a gallon of cleaner? Clean your whole house. No, I'm. he's not kidding. You put it in everything. We put it, I put it in laundry. If, not kidding, if it does not move, it gets covered in Otoban every single day. Every day, Otoban. And we have all the flavors, all the flavors, all the scents. It comes in eucalyptus, which is my favorite. David doesn't like eucalyptus because he says it reminds him of dog vomit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, it's eucalyptus, lavender, and uh, fresh laundry. But I've been liking fresh laundry a lot lately. I like it. It smells good. But I dilute it, and we have spray bottles all over our house. I just spray everything. Yeah. Kill the germs. Well, one thing that uh, happened today was kind of amazing to me. I went to the market with your dad, as I normally do. We were out there pre-8 o'clock. We were supposed to have a huge thunderstorm that came through the area, and it all went south. So it was cloudy, but it had hardly rained at all. So everybody was, like, moving and grooving and happy to be at the market, and it wasn't busy yet because everybody was hanging out at home. I, I picked up cauliflower from our favorite um, seller. Which, which one do you like me to get those from? Uh, crisp Country Acres, yeah. the biggest cauliflower. I will post a photo next to a strawberry. That cauliflower is bigger than Michael's head. Yeah. Sorry, Michael, your head is big. My, it's huge. And this cauliflower is, is even bigger. It is ginormous. It's so huge. I'll have to weigh that, how much it weighs. It's it's so huge. And it's very affordable. You wanted me to pick up two, and two is enough to feed half of an army for a week. And they have a minimum charge to pay with a debit card, which is the way we pay for things. We don't do cash hardly at all anymore. And they're like, you need to get something else. And I was thinking, what am I supposed to get? I don't have anything else on my list. What am I to do? <laughs> and then I saw that they had little pints of strawberries, which are not supposed to be around anymore. And I thought, that looks pretty good. We'll have the third thing for $10 be this little pint of strawberries so i have those to snack on in addition to 10 pounds of blueberries that i had already bought yeah he had to get 10 pounds of blueberries this week because i have to make two blueberry pies one for my dad for birthday week and one for me for birthday week because it is my birthday week and it's also my dad's birthday week happy birthday week nicole yeah we share a birthday week yes thank you Thank you very much. I love you, honey. Happy birthday. Yes. And I get to have blueberry pie because you're amazing. Yes. I just, that's how much I like to celebrate your birthday. Yes. We're doing a spatchcock chicken and cheesy cauliflower with a blueberry pie. Yes. Yep. We Tasty did Tasty grilled chicken, mac and cheese, blueberry pie. I'm going to eat as much as I can and then take a nice big fat nap. Yeah. We did the, the chickens this morning. We spatchcocked them because you have to cut the the spine Ooh, this is really gruesome gruesome de-spine a chicken yeah you cut the spine out and then you flatten them like they got ran over by a car and then you season them and then you put them on the grill it's really the best way to eat a chicken i would call it a squished and smushed chicken not a spatch cut chicken yeah but that doesn't sound as fancy i know it's really tasty you put uh 
nice garlic oil on it and seasoning and then we let it get nice and crispy in the Weber. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, it's only like a little after 10 o'clock, but I, I think that we could, you know, go do that now. <laughs> yeah, I have a really good chicken seasoning. Um, there's a company that sells the same chicken seasoning, but I'll post a link to the recipe. Uh, do not buy this chicken seasoning. It's super easy to make and you can make it in bulk because just, you know, multiply it by however many times you want to multiply it. Yeah. And just store it in your cabinet. I make it as I need it, but they sell it as well. And it's really, really, really expensive. So I just make it on my own. It's uh, it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. And the garlic oil that we use, cause Michael can't have garlic cause it, he's Stomach allergic to it. So we use oil that's been infused with garlic. It's so good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that about covers what we did this. Oh, no, we got a freezer, too, this week. Yes. This is kind of market-related news. Our favorite um, meat producer, Norm, who we're going to talk to in a future episode, let us know that there's going to be some price fluctuations likely later in the year. And so it would be pretty smart to stock up now while the prices are still affordable. And I let Nicole know that, and she did some research on freezers and you found like the perfect freezer for us, Nicole. Um, I did. It took me a little bit because I didn't know how big of a freezer, because we already have a chest freezer, a big chest freezer in our basement. Plus we have another refrigerator. We have a lot of, a, we have a lot of cooling like technology. Collecting refrigerated it, appliances. It kind of does. It's worth it though. Yeah. We use the extra fridge for, extra stuff does that sound stupid we have whole chickens we have lots of meat patties we have ice cream not in the refrigerator in the refrigerator we have overflow from <laughs> the refrigerator is where our zevia <laughs> uh, stockpile is where we've got every single flavor chilling ready to go and also notice. also where you know the extra thing of yogurt is extra bacon um extra uh eggs because we buy a lot of eggs oh i didn't have you get eggs this week shoot oh well um extra um butter stuff like that it's keto convenience it's because it doesn't fit in our main fridge because when you do meal prep you've just got a ton of stuff but we wanted an extra freezer because the price of meat is going to go up in the fall and we so we talked to norm and he's putting together an order for us we're going to buy I think we added it up. It's about 215 pounds of meat. Yeah. We didn't want to buy like a quarter or a half of a animal because we don't use a lot of the cuts that come with a quarter of a cow or a pig. We just wanted specific cuts. So we placed an order. It'll be here this the week. Best of the best of our favorites. Yeah. And because we talked to Norm specifically and we've been a customer of his for a while, he'll pick out what he knows I like because he knows I'm a little picky <laughs> just a tad but this will have us be set for practically a year and uh, we get the value of the I don't know if it'll be a year but it will be set for, a, for a, a couple of weeks I, yeah. I jokingly told Norm I I'm gonna have to resist the urge of rolling up my grill right next to the freezer and just starting to madly cook everything <laughs> in it 
yes it will it'll set us for a, a while at least and that will be good so we'll um the price increase won't affect us for a little bit and who knows maybe the prices will come down by the time we need to buy more meat because we do eat a lot of meat don't panic people we eat vegetables we just talked about ginormous heads of cauliflower but we do we eat a lot of meat and yeah maybe we're the problem for why the the earth is heating up who knows i don't know but we buy it locally so i guess that's good yeah well we do our best as much as we can with everything yeah what are you gonna do so that's the freezer part of the notes i'm just looking to see other stuff i scored a new bookshelf well new to me uh, there was a, one of the neighborhood's really nice neighbors who passed away um a couple months ago she had pancreatic cancer which is just one of the worst kind to have and her children were up from north carolina uh clearing her house out and had decided to put a lot of things out for free and in prepping the basement for the freezer i moved a shelf around and discovered that the shelf was kind of starting to come apart at it seems so i realized i need to get a new shelf and I joked to Nicole, look, it's the power of attraction at work. The universe knew that I needed a bookshelf, and here's a nice bookshelf for me. So uh, Steve helped me to load that into his car, and now I am the proud owner of a new bookshelf, which is hanging out down in the garage. I have to use some Otoban to clean it up and everything, but that will be a nice place to have my fancy design and business books and stuff up in the upstairs office. You're going to bring it up here? I thought it was going... I don't care. I thought it was going in the basement. It could go in the basement. I I don't know for sure yet. I kind of like the office upstairs being very minimal, open space, but I might bring it up. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hmm. It's okay. heavy, so it's a good bookshelf. Okay. No, that's fine. I mean, whatever floats your boat. I just assumed it was going in the basement. But hey, not at the foot of the bed. Whatever works for you. Yeah, we don't have a room in our bedroom. No, we've got all the dog stuff. <laughs> that would be a lot. That would be a lot. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, other things that we've had going on, we watched Beavis and Butthead do the universe. We did. We watched some of their their shows. Their um, their shows are really short. Eight minutes. They're yeah. just seven, eight minutes long. And Back from they the just 90s. they just released them on to one of the networks, Paramount, Peacock, one and of the, you, you one had, of the you P were, ones. You were aware <laughs> of them, but you had never really watched any of the shows. What was your Correct. impression of that whole Beavis and Butthead thing? Well, I thought it was pretty funny, some of them. I thought their laugh was super obnoxious. It was annoying. It got it got to the point where I was like, Okay, you guys need to stop this. Yeah. I had questions, though. I wanted to know how they were related. I wanted to know where their parents were. I wanted to know, you know, why they were still going to school when they were obviously, there were no adults around forcing them to go to school, but they were just showing up going to school. And they had jobs. Like, who motivated them to get jobs when they were also doing other weird things, like going to career day? They were motivated to look into security positions i mean that was about girls but yeah 
It was just, a, it was a weird... It doesn't, that's an interesting observation. Yeah. Because that does not seem like something that they would be motivated to do if they were left to their own devices. Yeah, it was, we, and who was feeding them? I, I had questions. But we looked it up, and apparently they were stepbrothers. And, Which I didn't know. I, or yeah. I didn't remember because it had been it had been twenty plus years since I had last seen them. It was it was strange. I I think about things like this and shows that we watch though, and then I decided I'm just way 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 overthinking this. <laughs> it's just not a show that's meant to be thought about. It's just it's a show. It's just a show that you're meant to watch and th- and just okay, that happened. They did that and it's over. There's nothing else there. Of the two, I think that Beavis <laughs> is my favorite. He's actually smart and sweet, but neither of them are the sharpest knife in the drawer and they have lots of horrible bad ideas. Yeah, that's a they're an interesting duo. They really are. I um I, I would like to know a backstory still. It's going to drive me nuts. I can't I can't let it go in my brain. Are you going to do some research on that, do you think? I might I'm I might do a little. I've I did look it up, but I didn't find anything. So, I don't think honestly there's anything out there. Maybe there is and I just didn't find it. I don't know. It just seems weird to me that two teenagers are and where did the house come from? They have to have some sort of adult and they were born, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm just reading I, way too much I think, into this. And of course, the the episodes that they have, it's not all of the episodes. So like each season only has like a handful, like maybe three or four episodes, probably because of the licensing rights on the music. I think that they said that in one of the episodes that like David Letterman guest starred and did a voice, and that he was supposedly one of their dads. Not literally him in right yeah his voice his personality he played a dad dad role we we probably saw 15 percent of the episodes that were there yes i didn't realize that it had come back in like the 2010s and had another couple seasons of of episodes um i was really just familiar with the stuff from the 90s i was busy working or going to school or something during that time i'm usually pretty aware of pop culture stuff i don't know they the new movie that came out just now like last week i did not like it at all i it was, I was it was just a, okay it was a little weird it took a little it took a few too many twists and turns the movie that the older movie beavis that and was had do america yeah that one was actually kind of funny it was a little more it was not as disjointed and I don't know. I I didn't mind it. It was okay. And plus it had the, the character that went on to evolve into Hank Hill. And I really, really like you Hank Hill. Love so Hank Hill. He is a great character. He is. Hank Hill and I are, um, are simpatico. We're very, you know, we're very much rule followers. So I, I like Hank. Yeah. I really would like to see more of the series from the 2010s because I felt that the commentary that they made on the videos was much more sarcastic, much more smart. Like they, there was some video where a kid was kind of like gesturing with her hands and they made some kind of reference to Hogwarts and just their 
the uh, dialogue was more sharp, more clever than the original series. I'd love to see more of that. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. Yeah. I don't know. I All don't know. All right. So, just looking at our notes to see how we're doing on our topics. What else? What else you reckon? Well, I had um, an afternoon of waiting for things. Waiting for... Costco orders, waiting for Meyer orders, waiting for freezer delivery people. So I spent a good amount of time waiting for the vet to get here. So I spent a lot of time on TikTok one afternoon and I saw one video of a group of men in a parade. And you know how I am about parades. I love the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I just like it. And I don't know why, because it brings together all the things I don't like in life. A group of people, loud noises, and crowds. I mean, just... Yeah, you don't like those things. I, yet I you, don't. You like them in the context of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. But Is see, it just the Thanksgiving Day Parade that you like, or is it any kind of parade? I think it's the the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Holiday Parade. Yeah, like. I like the Holiday Parade, but I can watch that parade from our house. I don't have to go anywhere. I right. can I can be at home and watch it. So I saw this group of men doing a um a like a parade. They're not a float, but a parade. Um, okay, how to explain this? They're called the Precision Lawn Chair Demonstration Team. And they are an an exhibition thing. What are what are parade what are people that perform in parades called? They're called they're not floats, they're they're what are they called? They're Paraders? Parade uh. <laughs> you don't know either. Okay. So they're they're people in parades. That's what they're called. These these people are from Colorado and they they have they each person has a a lawn chair and they do synchronized lawn chair opening and closing that is what they do it is the most fascinating weird thing i have ever seen in my life and they have been in some really big parades like they've been in um They've been in inaugural, presidential inaugural parades. Like, they were in Bill Clinton's presidential inaugural parade. So this is not like, oh, just a community parade. This is like a big, big deal. It sounds like they might even practice. It's crazy. It's a bunch of guys with lawn chairs opening and closing them at the same time. And I'm moving my hands really fast is right now. Is this like flag twirling or? It, it is, but they do it with lawn chairs. But it's lawn chairs. it's absolutely crazy. So I thought, is it like I, stomp where they have like rhythm and stuff with it? Yes, I thought. I wonder if there are people who do this with other things. You know, maybe they do it with things that aren't just lawn chairs. Okay. Oh my gosh! I have a feeling that you found something on oh, this. What did you discover? My gosh! You went down the rabbit hole. People, you have no idea how crazy people are. So. In Michigan, there is this group of people that they, they retired because 
um, the the director of the drill team, he died. He first retired and he died because this was a while ago. So in Plymouth, Michigan, there was a drill team called the Fred Hill Briefcase Drill Team. I'm not kidding you. He they do it with briefcases. They first started doing it because they were promoting his menswear store. So they're all dressed in suits and ties. And they were in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I, I, I can't even explain how crazy this is. They're like precision drill team in suits with briefcases. And they did it just like the, the lawn chair guys, but with briefcases. It's just, it's mesmerizing. I thought, okay, briefcases, lawn chairs. There's got to be more to this. Holy moly. You cannot even believe how, the, the the extent of this. Imagine that there must be some mad choreographer who's like, I need to see jazz hands at those briefcases, gentlemen. Okay. In Wilmore, I think it's Kentucky, Wilmore, Kentucky, there is a group that does lawnmower marching. And I'm not talking like riding lawnmowers. I'm talking push lawnmowers. Oh, classic. They are called the Wilmore Precision Lawnmower Marching Brigade. You'd have to be a little more careful with those. Somebody put their hand in there while they're doing well, their well, whole they're thing. Well, they're not running lawnmowers. They're just not running as in like running behind them. They're not. The, uh, the lawnmowers aren't on. So this isn't like old school push where like you pushing it makes the blades go. It's like a, a push lawnmower. Right. It's a push like a lawnmower. Because most people would think, oh, they're riding, they're riding lawnmowers. No. These are push behind lawnmowers. Like you mow your lawn with a push behind lawnmower like we have in our garage. Do they have music to accompany their performance? Yes. All of them do. And some of them even sing. Really? I am not kidding you. This is like the craziest thing ever. I, I I couldn't stop watching these How videos. How do you find stuff like this? That's some, I don't know. <laughs> that's wild. I don't know. My, I, I just you just start googling things and you're like, what is happening in Did this you world? Find them on TikTok where they mentioned on Reddit. Well, the first the the lawn chair demonstration team. I think I found it on YouTube, and then I started looking for other weird parade performers. Because I started thinking about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and how much I liked parades, but why do I like parades? And it just, you know, how things snowball in my world. <laughs> yeah, it went downhill from there. I'm glad that you have the time to go on explorations like this. It was crazy. I have crazy. The curiosity, but a lot of times when I have the time, I no longer have the motivation to go and do it. So you really find a lot of splendid things it was nuts and then as i was looking at all these parade things of course people had parades around the fourth of july so i run into this town that they were talking about their parade but they were like but the best part of our town i was like oh boy i gotta look into this this place called downeyville in california they are right next to a protected like a park, not a park, a, a nature preserve, nature preserve, a, a, a federal protected piece of land. So they can't have fireworks because of the fire danger. 
And it probably startles birds and all of that. Well, yeah, but mostly because of the fire danger. They actually have a ranger who sits in this little camp up in the mountains and watches for fire. It's really a serious thing. Hmm. So instead of fireworks, they have something called bubble wrap fireworks. Oh my gosh. Bubble wrap fireworks. They un- You gotta tell me more. What? How does this work? <laughs> they unwrap these huge rolls of bubble wrap. Like, just think of a normal little package of bubble wrap you get when you order something on Amazon yeah. and multiply it times about 10 million. So this would be like bubble wrap if you're going to wrap cat, caterpillar earth moving equipment. Uh, times about a million, yes. They they, they unroll cargo plane. They unroll these down the street and just keep unrolling and unrolling and unrolling. And then everyone in town is invited and you just walk on it. And it sounds like fireworks. It's crazy. And that's their like fireworks. Probably firecrackers more so. Well, so people yeah, are fi- stomping on these yeah, bubbles. Fireworks, firecrackers. Imagine somebody potato, potato. hurt their hip or something doing this. Well, it's not like it's wet. Sounds risky and dangerous. I don't know about this. I don't think anyone's going to fall. But anyway, it's bubble wrap fireworks. It's fire-free fireworks. And this is the thing that... This is the reason why people go to Downeyville every year. Mina would enjoy this because she likes popping bubble wrap. Exactly. She oh, she does like bubble wrap. But I thought it was really, really fun. And so they have their parade... And they have their bubble wrap fireworks and people go there from all over. And if you go to their little uh, their little uh, Chamber of Commerce website, it's one of the main reasons why people go there. They get tons and tons of visitors every year. What part of the country are they in? Um, I, California. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. It's huh. very, very interesting. Yeah. I know, right? Weird. The things that I see... On the internet, just You see some wild. marvelous things, and I spy with my eye a final note in our show notes that says, why pirates wore <laughs> eye patches? And I've been very patient <laughs> whole episode, but I'm dying to know what that is all about. Well, do you know why pirates wear eye patches? No. Okay, so take a guess. Why do you think pirates wore eye patches? Well, I mean, they one do. One would presume is that they were, you know, high participating in pirate olympics or whatever and injured an eye and so they wear eye patches because they have an injured eye or a blind eye underneath it okay so that's what most people think is because you know pirates are blind in one eye or they have an injured eye but that is not true pirates wore eye patches because they wanted to keep the sunlight out of one of their eyes and they wore the eye patch over one of their eyes so that they could swap the eye patch from one eye to the other. And oh. they would go below deck on their ship. And then their they eye, could still see. they could still see. So the eye that was covered could adjust very fast to the dark. And then they would be able to continue fighting. Yeah. And like if they were sieging another boat they could go right from exactly. the upper deck to the lower deck and exactly that would be it an w- advantage it was it was a it was a fighting like hack i guess so <laughs> i have to ask again 
how on earth did you come across a fact like this? Well, it's so I, random, but so fascinating. I was looking up on, um, online about your eyes because you have keratoconus and about rubbing eyes and the best eye drops. And one of the eye doctors that I really like who had a good tip about um, covering your eye at night, if you tend to rub your eyes at night, made a funny joke, just an offhanded joke and said something like, plus if you wear an eye patch over your eye, you'll have pirate sight. And then the clip ended and I was like, Wait, Who wouldn't what? want pirate sight? That sounds like a gotta have it. And I didn't understand. And so I looked up why pirates wear eye patches. And I was like, holy moly, pirate sight. That's a thing. It's not, it's not a pirates were injured. It's an actual thing, pirate sight. That is, yeah, I, I learned so much this week. You really did. You set the bar. <laughs> pretty high i'm gonna have to uh get my act together to um i don't know keep up with you which is that's always been true i just kind of accept that that's the, the reality of things i don't know i just just the the things i learned from just googling random things which sounded really weird but that's yeah the more you know i know right that would be above my head right now the more you know do, 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 do. i know right Totally. Well, do you have anything else for the good of our listeners across this fine country and planet? I don't think so. I don't know. I, there's a lot going on in my head right now. I think that's it. Good deal. <laughs> well, we appreciate you listening all the way through to another exciting episode of Not Just Rainbows and Unicorns. Um, you can visit us online at notjustrainbows.net. There you can listen to previous episodes, view show notes, and I know I'm definitely going to be checking out the show notes for this uh, lawnmower parade jamboree <laughs> stuff that Nicole was telling us about. <laughs> Go and check that out and leave us your comments of what you think about that. Uh, send us your questions and suggestions for future episodes. And until then, we hope you have a safe week, and we'll see you next Saturday. Goodbye. <laughs>